Okay, so we're going to finish up today. We have we're going to finish uh, one or uh, two of the chuvas of Rav Asher Weiss. If you guys want to call up the documents, we're going to start. We're going to just review quickly um, one one uh, one point seventy two, just where we left off a little bit. Just and I'm not going to do a lot of it, but I just want to summarize a little bit. Um, so we were in. Um, let's see. I believe we were in Ayin Gimel. Let's just go back and remind ourselves the question. So in Ayin Gimel, um, yeah, this was the woman who wanted to have Kedusha Taus because the husband turned out to be a, a homosexual and they wanted to therefore have an annulment. And, um, and But the problem is, is that she stayed with him afterwards a little bit. So we let's just pick it up and see if, in, in CF Dalit, I think is where we left off. <clears throat> the question is, and that's what he's dealing with now, is that assuming assuming that the the what she found out right away was grounds for annulment, the problem arises if she stay if she didn't walk out the door. That, that's that's the that's the opening here where it may not make it an annulment. And again, this becomes very important because of these batedin, these modern batedinim that were trying to create annulments when, uh, when a woman had trouble getting a get from the husband, mekartos, if you would have known. And I think that the, the points that Rav Asher raises on when we're allowed to say mekartos um, are going to be very important. So let's pick it up. Where what, was it? What page is it in the PDF? That's what I'm just now looking to see exactly where we are. Um, yeah, so it's going to be page Reish Chav Zion. Okay, I think we started that. Well, the question is whether she didn't walk out the door. Normally in a Mekach Tos, we say, look, if you kept using the product after you found out that there was a defect and you kept using it, you can't claim Mekach Tos. So the question is whether the fact that she kept living with the guy after she found out this problem, where she when she found out about it, she said, oh, I want the marriage off, and then she kept living with him, does that undo the claim of Mekatos? So that's Siv Dalit. It's page Reish Chav Zion. Okay? And th- again, this is in I-72. This is 172. All right, we're only going to do a little bit of this, and then we're going to switch to 174. Okay, Omnam. What, what, happens, what happens in this case if there was a child, children? Well, does that mean, I, that, does you, that mean there wasn't a Mekatos? No, no, not at all. Because I mean, remember when when we talk about children, we have to understand. We have to ask: Is the problem children from the first marriage that we're trying to call off, or is it children from a second marriage that happened because she didn't get a get? So if we no, if I we invalidate the first, the first marriage, the status of the children is nothing because in halacha, an illegitimate child has no negative status. There's no negative status. For, for an illegitimate child. So if they had a child, but in, it turns out retroactively that the marriage was annulled, then it doesn't matter. Although you're right, I think what you're opening the door is the fact that they stayed married long enough to have a child, that shows that she was probably willing to tolerate the marriage. And it's only now that she's having second thoughts. So you want to say, what you're saying, I think, Ephraim, is the possibility that just having a child with the guy itself should undo. I think if we if we read now, see if Dalit, we'll see that you're you're actually probably correct because we need a lot of evidence that if she if she if she stays married to the guy for a little while after she said, "Oh, this is a no good. I want an annulment," and then she continues living with him, th- that already creates a big problem of whether we can annul the marriage. So let's see, see if Dalit. <clears throat> Omnam, again, Reish Chav Zayin in I-7, in 172. 
אמנם, אף אם נאמר דיש להאמין להם, שאכן כשנודע לה שהבעל אינו יכול להוליד, והרגישה שהוא מתה, when she says yes, as soon as I felt I was tricked into the marriage, and therefore רצה להתגרש ממנו ונמלכה בנישואיה, she had sex, she like regretted ever having been married to the guy because of מקרטוס. צורך לעמוד על בוריין של דברים, רב דושי סייג, we gotta go into, we gotta make sure we know all the details. שערי המשיכה לחיות איתו, she continued living with the guy. אלא what's her claim, why did she continue living with the guy? אמרה שהחליטו לנסות לאמץ ילד, okay, so he's sterile, he can't have any children, he's sterile, but I mean, this is the case where he was sterile, and it turns out that he was sterile from birth, and that the parent and the mother hid the fact that he was sterile. I'm sorry, this is not the guy who was gay, this is the guy who was sterile. Okay, so they said, well, maybe, you know what, maybe we can adopt a child. So maybe that's grounds to say she was ready to give the marriage a chance. Meaning her decision that, hey, this is, I got to call it off, wasn't definitive. It was maybe yes, maybe no. That's already, you lose grounds for Mekartos if you have that. If they, well, maybe I can handle it. <coughs> okay. We have to figure out whether the fact that she stayed married to the guy for a little while and tried to say, maybe we'll adopt a kid, does that undo her claim for a mekartos? So, we also need to verify when did she, when did she protest? When did she say, I was tricked, I want out of the marriage? Was it immediate or it was down the road a month or two later? Because that can make a big difference. If she lasted for a couple of months before she protested, so that's the example of I found out that it was a mum, but I was moichel. You know, we made a condition, but I'm moichel the condition. We have that in the Gemorim Suvis, where it's possible that the guy was moichel the condition that he made. All right, so that's what's going to come up now. This is our Okay, so he brings a lot of sources that if you didn't immediately protest, then we assume you were mochel your condition, and you can't come back later to say on the basis of your condition that I want to cancel it because my condition wasn't fulfilled. Next paragraph. So he's saying like this. First of all, it has to happen immediately. If it doesn't happen immediately, there's an assumption of mechila. But even if it happened immediately, maybe the fact that she kept living with him also indicates mechila. So that's what we've got to make sure that we're going to, if we want to make an annulment, we've got to make sure that there was no mechila. That was our Gemara in Ksubis. Just a second. I've got to go back to the top of the page. Meaning, it, interesting, ironically, there was a met, there was a, a mum, and he's makbid on the mum. When he finds out about it. And then afterwards, he says, you know what? I forget it. I'm mochel. So think carefully. The minute he says, I'm makbid on the moon, there was a tenai no moon. He finds out that the tenai was violated. 
He says, okay, I'm mocked on the, on the fact that, that the tonight was violated. And then two days later, he says, you know what? Forget it, I'm mochel. So he says like this. Because the minute he's, he says, I'm mocked on the tonight, then that it, then there's no kedushin. Your mochel later, it's too late because the kedushin has already been invalidated. The halacha zuhuva gam v'divri akzos v'anesivis u'bav nemiluim hosif levar daf letamush al arosh da yocholim chol al tanai hu mishum da asi dibur and vatel dibur. There is a concept that he made a tanai, and then he said, "You know what? I don't care about the tanai." But he can only say, "I don't care about the tanai" before the tanai is violated. Once the tanai is violated, again, he goes into the technical aspects of it. But what it's clear: once the tanai is violated, you can't then say that I'm not, then you can only then, you have to immediately say, I don't care, but if you care, then it's too late. Okay, so go to the next paragraph. We're going to get into now the, the the social and psychological aspects of not walking out the door as soon as you find out that there's a problem. Right, it's that says it's not muchach that he was that she was he should be moichel. V'rak im kinsa ve'asa masa muchach sheino makpi mida asa masa. Aval etzem hashiia imalacha shenigalu mumi einam onat tainus mekachtos. So the fact that they just that she didn't walk out the door immediately, but she stayed in the house living with him, that doesn't prove that she was moichel the tnah that she was moichel the 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 the, the trick the the fact that she was fooled. Ube'emes, this is Rav Asher now getting in. Mistaber kedvarov, da'anan sadeh da'ofen teguvatam shel briot, talui basher hu adam. People react very differently when they find out that they were cheated. Basically, she says, I found out that I was hoodwinked, I was swindled. The guy was, the guy was not what he was, it was supposed to be. People react very differently when they find that out. Some people right away go crazy, and some people are afraid to, to, to make a big deal for a while. All right, so that's that. It's 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 very very. It's a variable thing. Matsui meod de kasher adam megalem mumin beven obat zugo eno magiv miyad misibot shonot. There are a lot of different reasons why a person might not react immediately when he finds out that there's a problem. Lefamimi toch tsar vatadema. Sometimes it's just so in shock that they're paralyzed. Okay, lefamimi right. Kedei lishmor al shikol adat. They want to wait. You know what? Count to 10, take a deep breath. Hmm. Let me think this through before I react. Again, and counting to 10 could take a week. <laughs> Maybe they find it out, but they don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. The fact that she didn't walk out the door immediately, the fact that she didn't go ballistic, that's not a proof that she wasn't makbid on what she found out. Okay. I forgot who that is. So he's saying like this. If we know that as soon as she found out about it, she made a protest. Hey, what's going on here? I can't be married to a guy like this. You tricked me. You fooled me. And then, The fact that after she immediately protested, the fact that she stayed in the house with him, isn't a proof that she was mochel. She certainly had regret, and therefore it's a mekach toz. 
אך משלו עלו יפה כל ההשתדלויות. הדרינה לקמייתא דקידושי טוס, יש כאן כמבואר, meaning the fact that she immediately protested and said I was swindled. So that's the end of the wedding, that the marriage is off. The fact that she tried to make it work afterwards, that's no proof that she was moichel after she called the marriage off. Okay? Um, and then he brings in what we've always been talking about. This always comes up. If they continue living together, Again, the fact that, that secular people don't view um, 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 uh, relations outside of, the, outside of the framework of marriage as a crime. They don't view it as a problem. So therefore, you can't ever assume that, that, a, that a secular person is, you can't say about a secular person, Adam Rosa Bilas Bilas Nus, because he doesn't think anything. He doesn't think Bilas Nus is a big deal. Okay. Um, yeah, so I'm going to skip now a little bit and go to skip hey, and we're going to go to the end. Vav. This is the summary. Ha'ola Ladina, okay, which is page Reish Chavtes. Again, he goes into other things that are not really so nogea to our sugya. Other, he brings in other halachic constructs that could have an impact. Anyway, okay. So we're on page Reish Chavtes, Vav Ha'ola Ladina. This is the summary. Okay, everybody with me? Okay. Yeah. So, Davar. Here's the summary. Ilu Yadanu, and you're going to see, by the way, that again, and this is something that you you know you got to know all the facts. I think this is one of the reasons why Shlomo Zalman was not so willing to go along with the direction that we were trying to get, is because he didn't feel that we had we had investigated all the facts sufficiently, and every fact can make a difference. So here he's saying like this: Sov Davar Ilu Yadanu Bevirur Sheishazu Machta. She protested. Remember, because what happened is she got married to another guy without a get. So we're going to say that the fact that she immediately protested when she found out that the guy's impotent and that the, the, the moon was from, from birth and that it existed at the time of the wedding. So then we could make it a Kiddushi Tos Says Rav Usher, I don't have enough evidence that that's really what happened. Okay. Excuse me. That she right away, there needs to be concrete evidence that as soon as she found out about it, she made a protest. Excuse me. Let me just finish the paragraph. That it has to be, of course, something that was from birth, and that we need to verify that because only that way is it grounds for annulment. We should try to get the first husband. Meaning that if he couldn't come along to create an Isser, but he could come along to create Heter. We would rely on him for Heter. So he's saying, you got to know that as soon as she found out about it, she decided the wedding is off as opposed to just being mad at the guy. Being mad at the guy is not enough to call the wedding off. Retro to win all the marriage. Daniel, you had a question? Uh, just, uh, I'm, I'm, the case is not 100% clear in front of me anymore. How, they, they got divorced civil? They got a civil divorce? Yeah, but that's irrelevant. That's irrelevant. 
right? That's irrelevant. I mean, the, 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 she needs she she needs annulment of the wedding, right? And but she, how did she get married to to Mr. B, to the second husband? She got married to Mr. B. She got married to Mr. B and had kids. The problem isn't whether she got married to Mr. B. Problem is she had kids with Mr. B. I don't care how she got married to Mr. B. That's irrelevant. The problem is she had kids with Mr. B. So we're just dealing with with the Shiloh of whether these kids are mom's Aaron. Exactly. Exactly what we're dealing with. Okay. And or no, wait, I'm sorry. No, I got to go. But just a minute. No, I, I don't remember. Wait, wait, let me go back and see whether the, the Shiloh is whether we're going to let her get. I'm pretty sure the Shiloh is whether we're going to not whether we're going to let her get married. Yeah, yes. Right. So she got married to a second husband. OK. And only after she got married to the second husband um, reform did she get a get from the first guy. And now her kids are ready for 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 wedding. So basically, she had kids before she got a get from the first guy. Okay. I mean, the, the fact that the second marriage wasn't a halachic marriage is irrelevant. The only thing that interests us is the kids that she had from the second marriage, from I, from the second guy. And who who are how did she that that's that get that you got from Mr. A from the impotent guy? Yeah. What type of get was that? Was it? It, it could have been a good get, but it was it was after it was too late. In other words, it was it was lechumra. It was it, we're, right. We're trying to avoid we're, we're, that. Didn't help us because it happened much too late. It happened after the kids were born. It's already here. Yeah. Okay. So here we go. All right. So the first thing is he says, one second, where am I up to? What did I do here? Uh, let me go back here to. Where, okay. So I'm going back to the summary. Yeah. Okay. So the first thing is we got to know what happened. Okay. Vo'od, Ra'uli Dok, I'm back here. We have to figure, find out as much as possible if we can. Here's where Russia says, okay, you know, it's going to be very hard to verify that she, it, it, with, with, with witnesses and documents, that she immediately protested and wanted to call the wedding off. But, may, but maybe it'll be easier to invalidate the wedding. Okay. Listen to this creative idea, which could ha- which apparently ha- could happen a lot of times, is that the husband, the the and Kala, the 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 bride and the groom before the wedding, they go to the jewelry shop, and the woman picks out the ring, and the woman pays for the ring, and then she gives it to the guy to be makadisher. So I hope everybody understands the problem there. So the guy didn't use his money. Okay, so but he says like this. Okay, so umatsui bezugot chiloniim shabal noten et hatabat hakedushin matana leishto kasher holchim hem biyachad liknot et hatabat vilafamin hizushikon et hatabat. So either he gives it to her as a he buys the ring and gives it to her as a present right away in the store, or she pays for it. In both cases, and then so then what happens after he gives it to her as a present? He she just gives it back to him. And the night of the wedding, here, use this wedding to marry me. Okay. Okay. Now, he, he mentions the possibility. See, there, there was another case we had. We didn't do all these chubas. There's another case. And there was a, this was an Orthodox wedding. Okay. Where the Rav, big machmir, under the chupa, looks at the ring. And says we can't use this ring. 
Okay, so now what do you do? You're under the chuppah, everybody's there, the rope looks at the ring. They, they, I always make sure whenever I'm a Sana Kedushan, I always want to see the ring before the chuppah. I don't want to, I don't want to wait. Okay, he looks at the ring. No, can't use this ring. So what do you do? So the girl, so, so I don't remember whether it was the, the guy's mother or the girl's mother loans, a, loans the chassan the ring. Here, I'll loan you the ring. And you use that ring to get married. So that's a she'ela. Can you use a borrowed ring to do kedusha? Just give so, her a dollar. One. Just give her some some other valuable. I give her give her five bucks. I don't know. Daniel, Daniel, I can think back to your chupa. Under the chupa, they're waiting for you to put the ring on your wife's finger, and you say, "No, no, no. Here's my yarmulke. Hurry up, could you definitely with my yarmulke?" <laughs> 23 bucks, that's what it cost at the time. Okay, anyway, so so there is a shita that holds that you're allowed to do Kedusha with a borrowed ring. There is a shita like that. But Ravasha is saying here, but here that you can't say that here where the ring belonged to the girl and she gave it back to him, that that certainly can't work, okay? That's what certainly was, no What good. was wrong with the ring? What was wrong with the ring that the Rav said you can't use it? The minag Ephraim is that the ring should be smooth with no engravings, no stones. You want to know the reason for it? The reason is because we don't want the woman to think that she's getting a more valuable ring than there is. And the more fancy the ring is, the more the more of a shash we have that she thinks the ring is worth more than it really is, in which case she thought she's being married with twenty with $50 and she's only getting married with $20. Okay, and, th- and, th- and that's not good Kedusha. The guy gives a woman... I, yeah. I knew that I knew that the preference was a plain, simple, smooth ring, but I didn't realize that something with a, some character to it would be possible. The, that's the, the reason is, again, it's built on the Gomorrah that says that if a guy gives a woman an envelope, Harea Mikudeshously with $50, and she opens the envelope and it's only $20. Okay? So that she was Makabo Kedushan for $50 and she only got $20. So that's a shy yeah, right? Okay? Anyway, so that's where it comes from. That's where it comes from. We want a very simple ring that nobody can make a mistake. There's no fantasy about, you know, oh, the engraving makes it so much more expensive. We want a simple ring. That's the, okay. Anyway, so let's see the Rav Usher at the end. Okay, so meaning he wants either evidence that she immediately protested or the possibility that the wedding was invalid through some means of no kosher adim or the ring wasn't good. You know, he needs, at the end of the day, he's not going to just say, okay, mekachtos, let's get it over with. He wants evidence. And again, this is a very important approach here when, when these bate din, these, these, these uh, what, what should we call them? These modern bate din that are trying to solve the aguna problem by, by creating a kedushe tos because of all kinds of excuses. Very, very, very problematic. And you can see you see here where there's a real uh, evidence for Kedusha Taos, uh, that even there we need a lot of evidence. Okay, let's go now to, right, okay. So that's the end of I, I-72. Let's go to I-74, okay? So I-74, we're going we're gonna to go to page Rej Lamed Ches. The I-74, the beginning of I-74 is a continuation of a Shaila that we're not going to get into much too complicated and not that doesn't have as much of, of the things we're interested in. But this is a, sh- a Shaila that was actually sent in Chile to a Rav who's one of our Talmidim, one of our closest Talmidim. 
I mean, Chaim Weisbluth. Um, so uh, let's open up on page. It's, it's uh, again, it's Simon I and Hay. Simon I and Hay and page Rage Lam and Ches. Everybody with me? This is I said, this is the second document, I 74 or 174. It's, it's really very much towards the end. Okay, so you see he's writing to Reb Chaim Weisbluth, Rav Kihilas Eshat Torah, Santiago, Chile. Okay, so here's the story. Bidvar Hakala, Mem. And he was a he was the the rov in a in a in a Kiruv community Bali Chuva. Here's a, she's a Balas Chuva, and atab ba'oda mitkonen lechuposa hitorer safek shema chalila mamzeriti veasura lekal. We're going back to her. She was the daughter of a second marriage, and we got to find out whether there's a problem. So what's the story? <laughs> Listen to this story. These stories are always interesting when they come up. The stories themselves are fascinating. That's, by the way, 19, uh, that's 1961. 71. I'm sorry, 1971. What? Okay. Okay. So the girl, the girl's mother got married conservative. Misader Kedushin Hayashin Mogilevsky, Rav Conservativi. Harav Be'atzmo Shimesh Ke'ed Be'kedusheha. V'tziref Imo Ke'ed Nosaf Ish Shishmo Mar Label Schwartz. So we have two Adam, the Rav, and this guy Label Schwartz. Conservative rabbi. V'zachron Parak Ol Begil Bar Mitzvah. So the Rav is a conservative rabbi, and he was Mitzarif, a witness, a witness who basically was an off-the-derech guy from the time he was a teenager. Okay. So Alish Ze Nigvita Eidus Bebeizdin be Argentina, Lifne Mispar Shanim, Ubeitin Ichlit Az Shep Pasulula Eidus Kedushin. Meaning they invalidate, there was a, a, a Kabbalah's Eidus, the guy's Pasulula Eidus. So we have two things. The witnesses that were designated was the conservative rabbi and the and the mother is saying, and there were no other from Jews at all in attendance. So this is going to make be an interesting thing also. She got to get conservative before she remarried. So she she married conservative with the two Adam being clearly Pusillatus. And then she got to get conservative. Okay. And Lachar became Nisa Bishenis Kedas Moshe Bisrael, Vialda Mem Kaladida. So now we have, the, we have the girl, the second marriage. The second marriage was after a conservative wedding and a conservative get. So it's 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 more sophisticated than it looks at the surface. Look how he approaches it. Nira Barur, the Kalazuk Sherehi Lakal Yisraelu Muteret Linase Leben Gila Bishatovo Mutzlachas Lelo Pitpukla. There is no problem. Let's see why. Halo Kvarhura Zokin Maranagar Moshe Feinstein Shein Mamish Bekedushin Conservativim. That's the first step. Umesara Kedushin Shul Rav Conservativim Posalul Edus. This was Ramosh's Kiddush. Even if you can prove to me that the conservative rabbi himself was a Shomer Shabbos, 
which again, in the 40s and 50s, you had a lot of conservative rabbis who were Shomer Shabbos, but they were of conservative shuls. Rabbi Moshe was very harif that the fact that they're running a conservative shul, that already makes them puzzle. Why? Because Again, so he's avoiding having to rely on Ramosh's extreme Kiddush, that even a Shomer Torah or Mitzvos, who's a conservative rabbi, is going to be Pasala Okay, now, again, it's there were those who wanted to disagree, certainly back in the 40s, 50s, and maybe maybe into the 60s, because there were a lot of of a lot of reform people. I mean, you had Musmachim from not just YU, you had Musmachim from Chaim Berlin, and you had Musmachim from Torah Vadas, that the only jobs available in the 40s and 50s were conservative shuls. So there was such a thing, and, and Gedolim did, did, did give that terim to Rabbonim to go into a conservative shul if they made a condition that within a year there's going to be no microphone and a machitza. So then they were allowed to go in to a shul without a machitza. Okay, even though I don't think the microphone they couldn't use, but without a machitza, if there was a guarantee that within a year there's going to be a machitza. All right. But Ramosha held that going into it, being a, a realm of a conservative shul, the conservative ideology is clear, uh, certainly in the 60s and set by the 60s and 70s. Anyway. Okay. So where are we up to here? Um, all right. Va'af ilu kosher who even as if you're going to say, okay, you know what, the conservative rabbi, we're going to, he, he was a shomer mitzvos, and we're not going to make Reb Moshe's psul. But the other guy was certainly a Machal Shabbos. So therefore, at best, you have one witness, the Rav, the conservative rabbi. Okay? Ain't choshen le kedushin. We don't, we don't have a achshash kedushin when there's only eight echad. Ah, we saw, we saw a sheet of Avshe Kosovar Amah, Evan Ezer, Diyesh L'Chumra, choshen le kedushin mitnei echad. See, here's a very important thing. We could have a shash where misofek eshes ish we want to get, but the fact that we don't have that get is not going to create a mamzerus because we're always making in mamzerus. So we could have a situation where on the one end we want to get because of a suffix, and on the other end, if we don't get the get, there won't be mamzerus because it's a suffix. So that's what he says, that it's clear that the shita that holds that were choshish for, for Kedushin because of an eight echad, that's only, we want to get before we let her get married, because there's an Isr del Reis But if I had an eight echad, and that's the only way that there's a marriage, and that's going to cause mamzerus, for sure we're not going to accept that. We're going to say it's not, it, it doesn't create a suffix mamzerus. get after after a wedding based on an eight echad. And igun means, normally when we see igun, we mean that the woman can't get married because she can't get a get from the first husband. But as Rav Asher says, igun means that we don't want a woman to be stuck without a husband. That's an aguna. An aguna means, the classic case of an aguna is the husband disappears. So the woman can't get married because we're not sure the husband is alive or dead. This was after 9-11, a terrible situation. We're not sure that the, whether the husband's dead or alive. So the woman can't get married because we don't know if, the, if she's a, divorce, a widow, but she doesn't have a husband. So that's an aguna. So we do everything we can to be mater agunos. That's b'mokam igun hikilu. So says Rav Usher, if I'm going to make, if there's a suffix mamzerus, the mamzer also can't get married. So that's the enlcha igun goro mizu. 
So therefore, certainly whatever we're going to apply to a woman to be makil for aguna, bet kalvachomer, we're going to apply that to the kid to avoid the, the inability to get married. Okay. Okay, so now I'm in the top of Rej Lamates. The odd, the Harenimsa Echad Karov Apostle, the Goratveme Echad. There's another din. Remember, you guys remember the, in your, hopefully you guys remember your, your Limudim, when you have two witnesses. And Nimsa Echad Mehem Karov Apostle, the whole Kat is invalidated. Remember where we learned that from. All right, it says, Alpishnaim Edim Oshlosha Edim, you must So, of course, everybody should ask a question. If two is enough to, to execute, why do I need three? Why does the Torah tell me two or three? If two is enough, of course three is enough. Says the Gemara that just like in two, if one will be invalidated, what happens to the Edus? It falls apart because I only have one left. When I have three and one falls apart, when one and one becomes positive, one is invalidated. So my default is I have two left. I have three. One, one is invalidated, I'm left with two. So my default is it should be good. So the comparison between two and three is to say I apply to three when one is invalidated. The same din I apply to two when one is invalidated. So that's nimtsechemem karva puzzle. Says that's worse than one witness. See, when I have two witnesses and one is bad, I don't end up with one, I end up with zero. If I start with one kosher witness, Okay, I have one kosher witness. There's a shayla, is one enough bidievin. But when I start with two and I end up one being puzzle, I don't end up with one, I end up with zero. That's nimsechemem cover puzzle. So says Rav Usher, in this case, the Rav, let's assume the Rav was kosher. So I have an eight echad. The problem is the Rav was, a, was together with a puzzle edus. So those two together don't create two minus one equals one. The two are the Rav and the and the and the other guy, and that's two. And I'll take away the other guy because he's puzzle. So I'm left with one, the Rav. No, you have two, the Rav and the other guy, and Nimsa Echemem Karav Apostle, so you have zero. And therefore, the, the even if even according to the Shita that one is enough, that would never apply here. That's a nice Kiddish. There is a Ramah that sounds like it's like eight echad. Okay. But Kvar Tomuel Dvarava Beshmuel, the Chelkas Machokek, and Pirshu Demire Bin and Lom Nifsula Kata Edim Kula. Aval Baalma, Edi Kedush and Nimsechem Kavra Apostle, Havele Kimikudish Blow Edim. In other words, we say very clearly if one of the two Edim is Puzzle, you don't have Edechad, you have nothing. Okay, and okay, so therefore, back to, all right. So now says Ravashu summary, oh, the Afshe Kosav Hagigros Moshe Sham. This is Ramosha's caveat is it's very nice to say it was a conservative wedding and the Adam under the chuppah were puzzled, but maybe in the congregation, in the group of people, there were kosher witnesses who saw the Harayat Mekudeshadli of the Chassan and Kala. So this is already a big a bit of a chiddush. Now this dafka because they said you're you're the witnesses. So even says Rav Asher that there would be kosher witnesses in the congregation. That's not going to help anymore once they were miyachet witnesses. Not everybody agrees with that. That's one of the chumras that you could have if you if it turns out that there were kosher people in. But again, there Rav Asher and another tshuva talked about how if the chassan and kala are not facing 
the 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 seaboard. So nobody really sees the chassan putting on the ring. So then there's no edus whatsoever. Anyway, okay. So the odigam magirus Moshe kosev din ain biadena levarer. What happens if we can't be mevarer whether there were any kosher witnesses or not? Talinim deminastam lo yusham cherim uvenidon didan adift fei diladivrei aisha lo ishtate pitkes betekes afarim shomer torah. So it's not just we can't find it. The woman is telling us there were no from people there. So therefore, we're not rechuyev to be choshes that there were. All right, and that was the that was the, the absolute final tzak. Okay, so in this case, he doesn't talk about it, but in another tshuva, I think we 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 touched on it that sometimes the conservative get, as long as the conservative get happens before the second wedding, the conservative get might create a suffix. Maybe the conservative get was okay, because it's not so clear why the conservative get is no good. You know, you write on a piece of paper, you hand it to the woman, that could be a good get. So it's, he, he, Ravosher adds that as one of the stakers when we have a few different stakers. Maybe the wedding wasn't a, a, a halachic wedding, and even if the wedding was a halachic wedding, maybe the get was a good get, and therefore he creates all kinds of stakers because of that. Okay? All right, so we're finished now with any questions before we go to the Sri Day Ish? You have one document of the Sri Day Ish, and it's a it's a relatively short shuva, but it's very instructive on how in Europe they already were approaching this. And the Sri Day Ish opens the door for the Mahmirim in civil marriages. It's not so simple that a civil marriage, just forget about it. Which is much, by the way, it's interesting. Civil marriage in Israel. Is a more is a bigger problem than the than conservative and reform because we don't have much conservative and reform weddings going on here, but we have a lot of civil weddings because the people fly to Cyprus, get married civilly, and come back, and we got to know so and then the, and then it doesn't work out, and they don't want because they, why do they fly to Cyprus to get married in Cyprus? They don't want to deal with the rabbanut, so when it doesn't work out, they just go uh, you know they 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 go to Misrata Pnim and say we're divorced and there's no get and there's nothing, so we had a civil wedding and no divorce. What's the status? Okay, that's also a problem in America, but America also has the big problem of conservative and reform. Anyway, so oh, I'm and giving you guys a chance. One, the Supreme Court allowed internet marriage too. So they well, get married in Utah, even though it allowed. Here. Okay, wait, wait. That's not me. It'll it allowed it allowed it for misrad hapnim. Okay, I'm I have no doubt that on a halachic basis. The internet marriage is much less than a civil web, civil ceremony. You'll you'll see why when this. Well, you see the opening for the possibility that a civil ceremony might be good. I don't believe that the inter, the internet marriage is going to manage, except for what happens afterwards. Let let's see let's see the the Sri Dayesh. So everybody see that it's called Sri Sri Dayesh one point one ten. Let me know when everybody has the Sri Dayesh up. I got it. I'm ready. Okay. All right. So. Says this is where Isha Sheyalda Ben Meechad Shalom BeKedushin Tzricha Get Kedei Linasi LaAcher Afraim. This almost touches on your situation, but it, it, it's going in a different direction. But the idea is the woman was living with a with a man, no marriage, and they had a kid. So what's the status of that woman's relationship with the husband? 
does she need to get now to go marry a second guy? Or do we say since they never were married, not civilly and not nothing, they just lived together and they had a kid. So does that itself create some kind of a Safek Kedushin? Okay. So he's writing this to Rav Levi, to Rav Lazarovsky in, Min, in, in, Min, in Munich. Okay, there was a, Rav Levi, a famous Rav Lazarovsky in Philadelphia. I would assume probably a relative of his. Okay, and also it's interesting to see the date. This is Tavshin Yud Aleph, 1951. You'll see why that's significant at the very end when he's looking for Haskamas. Who does he want to sign on to his heter? Okay, we'll, we'll see. Okay. So um, skip to Aldat. Skip to the sixth and second paragraph. Shelakta isha shedartein ish bliyal, meaning a hefker person, not religious at all. Echa ish bliyal echad kamashanim. They were living together for a few years. This is 1951 in Europe. The yaldam imenu ben below chupa And then the guy left. He just left her. Okay. Now she wants to get married, but she has no get. The guy, the guy left without uh, without leaving a get. Like he's an ideological opposition to giving a get. So he's not given a get. So we got to know, can this woman get married without a get? So I know you guys think it's obvious, of course, what's the problem, right? That's your first reaction. Well, now you're going to see what the problems are. And, and that's why Rav Moshe, if Rav Moshe would look at this case, what would Rav Moshe say without a, without a question? There's nothing to talk about. Of course you can get there. What's the problem? I mean, if a conservative wedding doesn't do anything, this for sure doesn't do anything. Okay, so you'll see here in 1951 what the issues are. Isn't and, that because people thought that they were married? They, there's no indication they thought they were married. No. No. Okay. Emet ha-davar. Kikfar nitchabru al zesvarim rabim. 1951. In other words, this has already been a big issue. Ve'ha-shelai ta'bin isuei erkaot belochuba v'kidushin. So he's right away tying this to the question of civil marriage. Because if civil marriage is no good, then this for sure is no good. But if civil marriage requires a get, then maybe this is also going to require a get. So let's see why civil marriage might require a get and why it would be comparable. Okay, Verov Gidole Ungarin, Hichmiru Bidovar, Viharbei Kilu. So there was already a machlokus in Europe about civil marriage. Are we machmir and require a get or we're makil? And right, so there was Ungarin, Hungary, and Galicia. And that was a machlokus. Vilifnea Milchama, he's talking, of course, before World War II. Sholach Agon, Rav Avram Dov Shapiro, Avbez in the Covenant. Okay, so the Kovnerov, the Kovnerov wants to know, what do we do before World War II about such a thing? He wanted opinions. Remember, uh, the Sri Deish was um, involved in this. Okay, that's 1946. Right after the war, Hotzi Benosha Lagon Mikovnet, Sefer Dvar Avram, the Kovner of Son, Visham Simen Kavtes, maybe Hagon Zal, meaning, all right, maybe Hagon Zal Shekibel Harbe Chuvos, Shel Machmirim, Shel Mekilim. So the Kovner of, when he wrote around, what do we do? He got lots of answers. 
Machmirim, Mekilim. And he's going to say, interesting, who were the Machmirim and who were the Mekilim? So he said like this, Hachashuvim Shebahem, who was the main Mekil? The Gon Reb Chaim Grzynski. Shehora Lohakel, Reb Chaim Oizer, right? Reb Chaim Oizer was the main posseg in Vilna, and he was Mekil. Obviously, we want to get if we can get it. We're talking here now about civil marriage back in the 1940s. Civil marriage, Reb Chaim Oizer said, we want to get, but if we can't get it, let her get married without it. That's Reb Chaim Oizer. But, uh, where is it? The Hagon, Reb Yosef Regime, that is the Rogachover. The Rogachover was a big machmir. He wrote, so he basically, we have a machlokas. These are the big, big guns. Okay, there's Reb Chaim Grzynski against the Rogachover. This is these are the famous. Okay, and Reb Shlomo Dachowski has a whole kuntras on civil marriage, how to deal with it here in Israel, and he quotes the Machmirim and the Mekilim, and he quotes the Rogachover as the Iker Machmir, and he explains where he's coming from, and he, and Reb Chaim Oizer is the main Mekil. So let's see how the Sri Age dealt with it. He neikri yisod shall hagon Reb Rosen, meaning the the Rogachover, sheyesh beisha shnei gedarim, geder eishes ish, shasur laacherim itam eishes ish, and that requires chupa and kedushin. The geder shall kinyan, the gam itam zeasur laacherim itzav kinyan shall aba, meaning it's possible that there's such a concept. Where the Baal is Kona without necessarily going through formal chup and kedushin to turn her into an ish. That's why we require a get even for a pilegesh. So he says, even if they didn't get married, and we don't have a status of Ashes Ish, we shouldn't consider it less than a Pilegish, which needs a get. Katan. Again, I don't want to go into the idea of Pilegish. If you want, there's some modern chuvas on it, because this was a, uh, uh, one of the Aitzes of a modern Orthodox that uh, to, to, without having to get married, that they should have a Pilegish. It's, all right, that it's, it's complicated, whatever the status is. But let's read on. Meaning the the, uh, the street is saying that I disagreed with the Rogachover. We saw this Sheben Noach. I don't remember if we saw this, but I think I spoke it out. The Ramam in the beginning of Hilchos Ishus talks about what did marriage look like before Matan Torah. And you, there has to have been marriage before Matan Torah because it's one of the Shiva Mitzvahs B'nai Noach. So what it says around, what, is, what did marriage look like? A, a man and a woman got together. They said, you know what? Let's get married. He, he takes her into the house. They're married. How do they break up the wedding? He sends her away or she picks up and leaves. Then the wedding is off. Okay, so that, that's that is a non halachic marriage of how it ends. We're showing that there's a concept of requiring some system of Gerishin, 
Good, the system of Gerishin by the non-Jew is different than our Gerishin. But once there's a Kenyan, you need Gerishin. So if we have some mechanism of Kenyan, we need Gerishin. Okay, Lefik HaKazav HaRambam, Shemotzimi Beisav HaShilchol Yatzma, Batel HaKenyan. V'imken Gavi Pilegi Shizol Nami. Afilu im neyma yesh lo ba Kenyan, mikom hakom lo'arif mibnei noach, ve'enu tzar get eladai b'prisha. So he's gets a good chap here. So what do you want to say? You want to say there's a concept of Kenyan comparable to Pilegish. I'm sorry, that, that it's going to be a Pilegish with a Kenyan. But okay, so let's see what happens in a Ben Noach when there's a Kenyan, let's say Shazish. But how do you undo the Kenyan of a Ben Noach? You just send him away. So he says, well, okay, so if all we're going to have is the Kenyan of the Pilegish, so it doesn't need a get, all it needs is send her away. That should have been enough. So therefore, he wants to say that even after a civil ceremony, if as long as they split up and she left or he kicked her out or he left, then that's Gerishin on the Kenyan aspect. The ain't shum svara, hold, hold just a second. Wait, just let me finish the paragraph. The ain't shum svara, l'chalek ben ben noach ben pilegish Yisrael, ben yin ha-Kenyan, kenyan Meaning, if you're talking mitzad ha-Kenyan, so then our Pilegish and, the, and Ben Noach's wife are this, have the same status, and it gets undone in the same way. So he's saying like this. He's saying, look, I hold that the Rogachover made up a, a, new, a, new, a new dimension of Kenyan by Pilegish. But he says, and I don't agree with it. But even if I will agree with it, Lechaira, it shouldn't require more than the Kenyan of the Nanju to separate, i.e. just send her away. And therefore he's saying, even, even Lashita Saragachavar, we shouldn't need a get. Okay? That's that's that, what the Sri is saying. Who had, was David, who had a question? Yeah, but I thought we, the Rav said that the Pelagish does need a get. But that that that's that's the point. How do you do? How the, according to the the the, the is saying, well, what does that get look like? The get should only be send her away. Uh, Obviously, the Rogachover doesn't yeah. hold. The Rogachover doesn't hold that. The Rogachover holds. You need a real get. But the, but but he's saying if you're inventing this idea that when they just lived together, there's this concept called Kenyan, It should be able to be undone without a get. That's that's the Sridesh's taina. The Rogachover certainly held you need a get. Okay. Anyway, but now let's read on. Okay. The What's the issue that the that the civil marriage question orbits around? That also comes into it now. Because after Erkos, they live together. So what does the guy want? He wants Bilaznus or he wants Bilas Kedushin? So we've talked about this many times. Again, it's it, this is you got to realize we're in the 19, the early fifties, late forties, early fifties. So sexual promiscuity was not as rampant then as it is today. So today we could say, what are you talking about? What is bilas nus? It doesn't mean anything to anybody. In those days, it definitely did. There was a concept called bilas nus, which was viewed negatively. But he says like this: Rambam We saw this Rambam. Lo Amru Chazaka ain't Adam Osa Bilas Bilas Nu, ain't Adam Osa Bilas Bilas Nus, El Be Ishto Shigirsha Bilvad, O Mekadish Al Tanai, Ubo Al Stam, 
right? Meaning the guy thinks that he's married to her or he used to be married to her. So then when he does Bia, he has a choice of doing a, a marriage with her, a Bila's noose with her or Bila's Kedushin. And then we say, but, but continues, right? Right? But about Shar Nashim, meaning two people are living together, said this is the Rambam. If they're not married and they're stam two people getting together, the assumption is Bilas Nus. That's the Rambam. Because if he's not worried about Bilas Nida, why should he be worried about Bilas Nus? Bilas Nus is a much lighter Avera than being Boel Nida. Okay. It's not because of the Avera of Bilas Nus. It's because of the concept of promiscuous sexual relations as opposed to family intimacy. That's a conceptual thing. Again, that, I think we could talk like that in the 40s and in the 50s. Hard to say we're going to talk like that in 2023. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Continues the Sri the H. We got to finish up here. We remember we need we need Adim. So we have Adim on the Bila Znu on the Bila, because they know that they're living together. So it's Kilu Adim Hain Hain Ada Yichud, Hain Hain Ada Bia. But the Adim don't know whether it's Bila Znus or not. It's a suffix. When it's a suffix, so you don't have Adus that a guy's doing Bila's Kedushin. The most you have is a suffix. So you have no Adus. This comes in, we've heard this before. They went to Erkos. So it's that's enough issues for them. And again, and plus we'll add the Svara of the fact that they went to Erkos shows that they don't want Be'ilas Das Kedas Moshe of Israel. Okay, the Evera Ezer, Lama Gimel, Ramah, Shte Deus, Bepoya, Poria Bola, Pruya, Im Hoshishin later on all of these Zazus, Visham Kosav in Hulzak, Liznus, Im Yeshlo Isha Cheres. Again, there are a lot of ways to, to neutralize this idea of Enaram Osebi Loso, Bilaznus. Okay, the, I'm skipping to the next paragraph. The Yesh Bezep Pilpulim Arukim, Zasos Zebone, Adai Lobo, Rabbonim Lech Ramuchletis. He's saying this is in 1951. There was no consensus what's what's how to approach this. Okay, the Okay, so he's 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 marshalling a lot of people that agree with him that it's okay. I'm skipping two more paragraphs. They're a compromise. We're not going to just say, okay, forget it. 
but we're going to allow three Rabbanim to get together and say, yes, we understand that the, we declare that the wedding, that there's no wedding and she's okay to get married. Okay. So let's go to the last paragraph. This is very interesting how he, how he ends. <laughs> so if we're going to require three big experts, we don't have that today. And if we can find big Rabbanim, they don't want to get involved. Here's what he's saying to the person who was asking. Yifne le Rav Harashi shel Eretz Yisrael, 1951, Hagon Hagon Mitzarif Tamid et Rav Shlomo Dov Kahana Zoken Arabi Dorenu in Eretz Yisrael, 1951. Vikote Yochal Shloch la Rav Harashi Mitzav Zeh, who bevadaya skim lehetera, ki who because he was dealing with a lot of questions after World War II. And therefore he's saying, Senator of Herzog, he's sure of Herzog will agree to allow the woman to get married after this case where they were just living together, even with a kid, and then, you know, Vishalom al-Yisrael. Anyway, so this is pre-Ramosha Feinstein. All right, this is really about, this is, again, it's three stages. The case was, there was no wedding. They just lived together. But that really is going to be a subset of, uh, of civil marriage. Civil marriage, they're also living together. And you see clearly that the Sri Deyesh was of the opinion that a civil marriage does not require a get. Civil marriage does not require a get, and that seems to be the consensus of most of the poskim today. That a civil, even though the, the the main machmir, the biggest machmir in this situation was the rogachar. He was the biggest machmir. Okay, Rabosai, that's basically this sugya. I think that we are, we're now on vacation for a few weeks. We'll try to get together at the beginning of Elul. Um, I think the plan is to try to talk about the requirement to go to Beisdin versus the not going to secular court.